Incoming message. Synchronizing. Hey, what's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions. Time for another exciting episode. My name is Danny. I'm Garrett. So for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, Terminal Transmissions is a pop culture talk show. We like to talk about, you know, the cool guy stuff like video games and Pokemon, TV shows, movies, etc. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. We're basically the coolest nerds in the entire world, uh, objectively. It's not, <laughs> that's not true. I got wild with it. Uh, so this is our 83rd episode. Um, we're going to talk about some new Kingdom Hearts 3 footage that got released at D23. Uh, we're going to talk about the Wrinkle in Time trailer that came out because it looks fantastic. Give me a whole goosebump. Uh, and then we're going to finish up with our sort of little like review uh, about Spider-Man Homecoming because we both have seen it at this point. So that should be pretty cool. Yeah. So, starting off with video games, uh, for once, we're not really doing TV this time, but you know what, you can deal with it. We're going to be talking about Game of Thrones a thousand times for the next two months, so whatever. It's true. Uh, So yeah, some new uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 footage came out at D23. D23 is basically like, Disney has their own sort of like, media con, where they release like all the shit they're doing for the next year. Right. So, you know, we got a ton of cool news about like Marvel and Star Wars and all that, but one of the most exciting things for me is new Kingdom Hearts 3 stuff, because, you know, I've been waiting literally over a decade for this game uh since i was like just out of high school there's a lot of really cool stuff in this trailer so it starts off kind of weird it's just showing like some mechanics it's like here's sora like like an on rail shooter like sliding down a thing like shooting with his keyblade and then like here's sora like jumping around on some rocks like bayonetta style in in the sky like floating yeah and i'm like okay and there's all these big like letters sliding across the screen and it's kind of distracting and weird yeah i hated that yeah, it was I don't, very I, don't, I, I didn't really understand the point of that. And I honestly just, like couldn't even read the words cuz I was yeah. too busy trying to watch the cool video game. Yeah, exactly. It was like it was like we're just going to throw these like bullshit marquee style lettering going across so fast that you can't read it, right. but obtrusively enough that you can't really see what's going on very well. <laughs> you can't not read it also. <laughs> um but yeah, so then it kicks into like a quote on the screen and then it just goes into like a full basically like story story cutscene. Right. Um so we get like Sora, Donald and Goofy in Toy Story World and they're like little toy versions of themselves. Uh and they fight some uh, some heartless and there's definitely a moment where Sora uses like an ice spell and like skates along it like um Iceman. Right. Which I thought was pretty cool. That was uh, very again cool. like nothing like super wild though. Uh and then we get like a cutscene with them talking to the toys from Toy Story, which is interesting for a couple of reasons. One, it's very weird hearing Donald Duck in Japanese, but he's got like the exact same voice. I, I mean, it's not like the same voice actor, I'm sure, but right. it sounds exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. But then what I thought was even weirder was like hearing Woody like not be Tom Hanks was fucking bizarre to my ears. Right. Like it just sounded like Joe, just like Japanese, like 28 year old man and not just like Tom Hanks voice. Um, <laughs> But that's when it pops off. So they like go out the window and they're like fighting Heartless on the roof and down in the driveway. And shit, mechanics that I didn't even know about were going to be in this game just start popping off willy nilly. So apparently there's some new mechanic where depending on the world you're in and your party. So in this party, it's Sora, Donald, Goofy, Buzz, and Woody. And there's some kind of like Keyblade transformation where you can like summon abilities from your party members to like change your Keyblade into a new weapon. 
So, for instance, he gets like a Woody Buzz like rocket hammer off the chain. It's like Buzz's rocket with like Woody's hat and like like sheriff badge, and he's just <laughs> hammering people with it. But he's also like rocket swinging it and like using it like a bomb, like it like blows up the driveway like a nuke. And then it transforms into like four different modes. So it transforms into like a different hammer, and then it transforms into like a drill, and so is like drilling through the dirt and like going underground and then popping up yeah. on your enemies. Which was like the coolest thing that I've ever seen. It was the coolest thing. Also, the graphics are amazing, which is uh, which is really nice. But then it transforms into like an even different drill, and he's like punching the ground, and all these little drills are coming up out of the dirt. It just looks like the coolest thing, man. Yeah, and that really like it it makes you wonder because you know they're doing that thing. They're like, here's just a clip of like some random ass scene, right? And it's like, what other ridiculous weapons am I gonna get? Like, what's my like? Timon and Pumbaa sword gonna look like? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? When it just parts right. around and bu- bugs, it just eats <laughs> bugs. <laughs> what's my so. like? What's my like? Davy Jones gun gonna look like? Uh, yeah. My Tron, my Tron blaster. Yeah, it's definitely cool. It reminds me of like uh, how pumped I would be to play Mega Man just to like get the cool uh, like abilities once you beat yeah, the boss. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that, that's what it reminds me of. Is it's like cool i beat this level and now i just get like new abilities because of it oh cool yeah that's where i want to live yeah that's, that's one that's of the best awesome. yeah so then you're already like whoa this is wild this is all new and cool and, and cool and then it switches over to like a toy store battle and mm-hmm. there's just like mecha toys like robot toys and yeah. sora just fully like jumps into the cockpit of them and it's just like rocket launching and flying around like armored core yeah. Zone of the Enders just blasting other mechs with like bombs and lasers, and then he just keeps switching into different ones, and they have like different abilities. Yeah, like first-person first shooter mech game, right? And I was reading online that apparently this is like a uh, like a, a an integral part of the game. I don't think it's just that scene that you get the mechs because it was even saying they have a name. They're called uh, like Gigas, um, like Gigas. Maybe I, it's That's... hard for me to read it and not go like Earthbound with it. Right. Because <laughs> that's just the bad guy from Earthbound is just named Gigas. Yeah. Um, but it's G-I-G-A-S. They're like, I guess it's like Giga. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so apparently that's like an integral part of the game. That like, Throughout different parts of the game, there will just be different mechs. And you just hop into them and just that's beat so other wild. mechs up. Yeah. They went like level 12 with the uh, with the mechanics in this one for sure. Yeah. Because we also saw like a, two years ago when the first footage came out, he has the ability to like use Disney rides as like powers right, right. he can like summon like the giant swinging boat or like <laughs> fucking space mountain as like a weapon right or like uh what are they like the teacups the spinning teacups and shit yeah so it, it's wild obviously it, it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be completely bonk and uh i can't wait i'm fired up there's gonna be a big hero six levels so you know he's just gonna have like some fucking dope ass marvel comic anime weapon <laughs> just blasting people in the glow bones <laughs> well i just can't even imagine because you know, if if he's already getting to combine, like for instance, in Toy Story, getting to combine Woody and, and Buzz, what is he going to get to combine out of Big Hero Six? Because there's a whole plethora of shit to combine. Oh out yeah, of those they dudes. got like Disc Man and like Ball. Yeah. And so if you if you just get like all all kinds of powers from that, I'm I'm I would play it just for that, just for one of those levels. What were all their names? It was just like Ice Cream Strawberry and like Lemon Pledge. <laughs> Like mint mojito, I don't fucking remember what their names were. I feel like I'm close though. Yeah, I don't remember, but I loved it. Uh, yeah, dude, this is this is fucking cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited, and, and uh, supposedly it's actually going to come out. 
Yeah. I don't know if I believe it until it's like in my PlayStation getting turned down. Right. But I oh mean, I, I it, it's it's one of those things where it's like they had to deliver this, right? After 12 right. years they had to be like, okay, you can combine different characters into like a hammer and rocket around. Right, right. You can drill under the earth and then drill up out of the earth all super cool looking. Yeah. Super fucking cool looking. We got to have like a ratchet and clank number of weapons otherwise it's not <laughs> worth it. Honestly, the graphics the graphics were kind of vibing with the new like the Ratchet and Clank reboot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I can see that. They but were they were pretty fantastic. You just loop around and keyblade people right in the fucking shirt shoe service. Yeah, I I, I you know I was I was never uh, a big Kingdom Hearts guy, uh, not not for like lack of trying, uh, but I just never really got into it. Um, I didn't have a PlayStation back in the day, so it makes it a little difficult. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, but, okay, so Kingdom Hearts one came out when we were like sophomores or some shit like that right and i played so, i played like half of that one yeah but i borrowed it from a friend and then he asked for it back when i was only like a little bit into it yeah and then kingdom hearts 2 came out in like 2005 so you probably had a couple of beers to deal with <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah had somewhere between one and four beers to deal with and weren't <laughs> able to play a playstation game right well i didn't have a playstation so i didn't yeah. have a playstation anymore so yeah i never owned a playstation 3 i owned a playstation 2 and yeah. now I own a PlayStation 4, but I never own a PlayStation 3. It came out when I lived in Alaska the second time, so all I had to deal with was like 40 cans of Rockstar and an empty bedroom. <laughs> it was just me sitting there playing Shadow of the Colossus, Guitar Hero, and King Hearts 2 only. I that love was like it. a whole summer. I and love eating it. fucking uh, salsa, whatever the fucking salsa sun chips are. Jeez. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely want to play this one. Do you think there's going to be a lot of continuity that I'm going to miss? Um. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll have to pull up some YouTubes. Yeah, I mean, well, that that all exists at this point. Like, it'll, it's pretty easy to just, like, watch, like, three videos and get caught up on, like, all right. of Kingdom Hearts, honestly. Okay, cool. Cool. Then that's that's what I'll do. Well, fuck yeah, man. I'm pretty pumped about it. I, yeah, I want to try it out. Be, I think it's going to be dope. Honestly, like, even without all of the crazy different IPs in all the worlds, I, I would play it just from that one clip. Right. Like, just I would play it with hammer. just those weapons. Yeah, like, hammer and, like, whip, whip, drill. And then, like, Earth Drill, Punch Drill. Yeah, I would play that game. Yeah. But then you're telling me that you're going to give me at least five to, like, 45 other weapons other than that? All right. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool. That's yeah, let's do it. fucking sick. Fuck yeah. So in our first movie film, we're going to talk about A Wrinkle in Time, which yeah. is a fucking cool IP. It's a, it's a really old novel that was... Uh, I guess required reading for most schools. It was required reading for me in the yeah. sixth grade, I think, seventh grade. I don't remember. But yeah, it came out in 1962. It's an award-winning novel. It's fantastic. It's like a, it's one of those that really, really well blends uh, fantasy and sci-fi. Yeah. So it's like it's mostly sci-fi, but they definitely, if it is sci-fi, like it's real light on the science of the right. fi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> low, low on science, high on fi. Yeah, and uh, I really liked it. It's really cool. It's it's young adult, but it's well done to where like I think that uh, adults will get a lot of enjoyment out of it as well. Yeah, and uh, it, it's really neat. So it's coming out Mar- on March ninth of next year. It's being produced by Disney. It's got a humongous budget, uh, over a hundred million dollars, which is pretty wild. Apparently, it originally when they when they greenlit it, it only had a budget of thirty million. Jesus. And yeah, which is which is like nothing, and uh, they they finally like re like repitched it, and uh, after uh, I was reading about it, so it was like after um, 
Alice in Wonderland, the like remake of Alice in Wonderland came out. Apparently, they kind of piggybacked off of that, like right. that movie's success. So they were like, "Yeah, look at how well that movie did." And it's like very similar themes. It's got a strong female protagonist, a f- kind of female-driven narrative uh, overall. Even though there, I mean, there's there's male characters as well, but it's definitely more female-driven, like Alice in Wonderland was. And right. so Disney was like, "Okay, we'll we'll like we'll give you like this enormous budget now." So that's cool because I don't think the movie could have been done without like a huge budget oh, fuck like that. ton of money yeah i mean it's it's one of those movies that it just it requires that it requires like an ass load of fucking like cgi it requires like crazy special effects and and like stunts and weird shit and it's like how would you right. ever make of like a, a feature film like a fucking like like triple a film on 30 million dollars that's like this heavy uh, with like sci-fi fantasy wild I, I don't get it. But anyway, uh, but it's cool. It's got like every actor in it that you would ever believe. And then yeah, it's definitely pretty, wouldn't. pretty close to being like an ensemble piece just cause it has a shit ton of like triple a actors in it. Yeah. Yeah. Including Oprah. You know, yeah. The, the, Oprah's like the main God. Yeah, Oprah's <laughs> just like King God of God mountain. Yeah. Magic, yeah. magic, magic head. And then, uh, Reese Witherspoon, which I thought she was just retired, but she's back. No, she's space. in my fucking show. Oh, that's right. I forgot she's in that fucking show. Yeah, she's in that fucking show with like Nicole Kidman and shit. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Okay, well, like, I was wrong. Big Little stupid. Lies or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Taylor was watching that a while back and really, really liked it. Oh, uh, Eric Northman was in it as well, off chain, which was hurting my heart because apparently he's like a sleaze bag in it, and I just oh yeah, he's deal like the that. biggest. He's the biggest glumpsh in that show. <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't. I don't want to live in that world. How about that? Yeah, Mindy Collings in it of The Office fame. I guess she's probably more of the mini project fame at this point, but whatever. Well, I know. Never, her. never. Yeah, never let's go back me. to her roots. Yeah, but yeah, it looks really cool. I, I'm, I'm really excited about this. I, I, I like. Yeah, the trailer was fantastic. Yeah, there was really a lot good. of like really wild costume design and set pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, like, there were definitely some big CGI moments, but it was more. Yeah. There was more like a lot of practical stuff, like really cool sets and and you know makeup and hair and costumes that looked really fucking cool. Yeah, definitely. Oprah's got like three different or four different looks in the trailer and they're all just yeah. dope as shit. Yeah, they, they definitely, I think we're pulling a little bit aesthetically from uh, like that kind of Hunger Games kind of style thing. Right. They're like, let's go like mega over the top with all of these like costumes and colors and like different hairstyles and, and hair colors and weird shit. But I liked it. I think it looks fucking cool. I think this yeah. is going to do really well. Yeah, I think so too. It's 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 neat. It's It's coming quick. So... Yeah, it's yeah, a trailer. I, I definitely it. recommend checking out. Um, it got me. I got a goosebump from it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's very a very cool. well designed trailer. While hopefully mm-hmm. not like giving away too much. Yeah, I mean, and it's one of those that it's so bonkers and crazy that I don't. Right, think there's just really like shit can. happening and lights and yeah. colors, and you're like, well, <laughs> there's a scene that really, really reminded me of Psychonauts. Oh uh, yeah, which is cool. Hardcore. Uh, the fucking milk- junior. Yeah, the, the milkman conspiracy uh, yeah. level of Psychonauts is like. It's a weird and creepy, like suburbia, like that. Yes, but yeah, I'm, I'm fucking pumped about this, man. I, I think this is going to be neato, as the cool kids say. It reminded me that scene reminded me of a haunted cul-de-sac from a Ghostbusters game I played. Was there a Ghostbusters game? Yeah, it was a tabletop game. <laughs> no, is this real? You played a tabletop Ghostbust? Are you? Oh, high? oh my god! Oh my god! I'm sorry. I I was still in goosebumps. I was like, I was thinking like you played a goosebumps tabletop. 
Uh, I do remember now. I do. I did play. A How did you even get on Goosebumps? You said it gave you a Goosebump a minute ago, and oh, my brain is, no. my, my brain got locked in for some reason. I was fully thinking like, oh, you were playing like a, a Goosebumps fucking tabletop game. I'm gonna like, now. <laughs> now I'm gonna. Yeah, fuck yeah. That would actually be really cool if you put like all of the bullshit from Goosebumps books into a fucking tabletop. All the preach. Oh yeah. Oh, the glim, but did what happened? I, I got a bad Scrabble hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Check out the trailer. Tell us what you think about it. Tell us what you think about the hairdos, etc. And the hair don'ts. <laughs> <laughs> So, motherfucking swinging in into movie film, part two, because we just did one. Uh-huh. Garrett and I have both seen Spider-Man now. I saw it twice, as you do. You, you saw it twice? Yeah, we did the, the office trip. You know how it is. Oh, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, the movie's fucking great, man. It's fucking amazing, Spider-Man. It really is. It re- <laughs> I'm so sad that you laughed at that. Pity, pity laugh for sure. No, it just hit me out of nowhere. It's it's really just you know neighborhood Spider Man. It really. Why don't is. you be like a friendly neighborhood Spider Man? All yeah. right, Tony. Tony, Uncle Ben Stark. Oh, Lord. there are air quotes there. I liked it. I liked it. So let's talk about how good the movie was. Man, let the movie me, was good. Let me start by just talking about my like one or two tiny qualms. Yeah, let's qualm it. So one, I legitimately can't, kind of was a little bit. It's these are very small. I'm totally nitpicking and like being like super, like hypercritical. Uh-huh. Tony Stark like sort of replacing Uncle Ben's character was kind of annoying to me because yeah, <clears throat> it's not that I cared. Like I felt like offended. It's that they made this huge deal about how oh no no Uncle Ben in this movie we're not doing it we're not going to say the line he's not going to be in it he's not going to be in it. And then they just really... He was in it still. It was just Tony Stark. Right. So, like, yeah, Tony Stark plays, like, the mentor character that gets disappointed in Peter. And he basically tells him the, the line, but just phrased differently. He says, uh, right. if you're nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't have it. Which is exactly right. the same thing as saying, without, with great power comes great responsibility. It's the same yeah, thing. Basically so. I mean, the only, the only reason I, I, I like it a little bit uh, is that it's, it was basically Tony's lesson from his, like, character arc. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it's like he's so like the suit is so intrinsic to him that like I liked it that it was revolving around the suit not being a hero. I really liked that, but I do right. also one hundred percent agree with you that like he he was like in the movie a little too much. I feel, and it's also like okay, so I get that you're like trying to teach this kid a lesson, but didn't you like send your suit off to like help him when you weren't even there? Yeah. Definitely. Like you just sent your, you are still just a full superhero if you're not even in the room. <laughs> yeah. You're not even in the, on the same like hemisphere. All right. Let's rein it in a little bit with the, uh, coming down on people for the suits. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Did you have um, another qualm? Yeah. So my only other one was, I felt like the scene when he was like crushed under the warehouse uh-huh. And like the like mask reflection with like Tony's voice echoing was a little bit too heavy handed for me. Yeah. Yeah, that was like I liked the scene and like Tom Holland's like fear in that scene was really like good. Like it was mm-hmm. like terrifying. Right. Um feeling like claustrophobic and trapped with him. 
But right. then, like, showing, like, throws the mask in the water, and you see the reflection with, like, the mask covering half of his reflection. Right, right. It's, like, almost like the tra- traditional, like, yeah. Spidey Sense comic image. Right, right. And then Tony's, like, voice echoing, like, if you're nothing without the suit, <laughs> you shouldn't have it. So, for me, I could have I could have dealt with the the visual image. Like, I could have dealt with the, um, like, the him seeing the the mask in the water and the reflection in the water. But th- to me, the difficult part was the, the fucking voiceover, like the Tony, Tony's voice coming in as like fucking Ben Kenobi, uh, telling him to use the force. I was like, what? Like, come on. Well, and, and here's, here's what, the, how they could have done it. So I guess I don't think necessarily that the mask shot inherently was, was heavy handed, but what they should have done is just show the mask and then have the focus change so that you see the reflection on top of the water of his face. Right. Don't do the like weird half and half like shitty CG reflection. It didn't even line up right. It looked weird. <laughs> it honestly just looked weird. Yeah. What I they should so have done well. is just change the camera focus so that you see the the mask underwater and then the focus shifts back so you see the surface right. of the water and you see his face in the reflection. That shot has been used in like a thousand things. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You should, they should have just done that because the weird half face thing is looks weird. Anyway, those are my only real complaints about the movie off the top of my head. Everything yeah. else about it was fucking great. Yeah, I I I'll, I want to want to showcase some of my my qualms as well. And again, mine mine are really small as well. Um, but I did have some. I did have some some qualms. Some rivers qualmos. Um, Jesus, <laughs> I had a uh, I had a couple. So I, I I would think that like my biggest ones were that. So apparently, and I had to do some research about this, but I got the impression as I was watching the film that uh, he didn't have spider sense. Right. And I was like, that's like an integral part of, of Spider-Man. Like, his spider sense is the reason that he's able to, like, punch out of his weight class, basically. Oh, yeah. He's the reason uh, for the season. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, for those that don't know, uh, normally, the character of, of Spider-Man has basically like almost like a limited precognition that right. it, but it just pertains to like a danger sense um but sometimes not even just for him like sometimes if there's just danger going around going on like around him uh yeah. he gets these like bursts of of precognition that are that are supposed to be like very like subconscious especially when when it comes to like him getting hit by something and it, like he doesn't even know what what it is his body will just naturally start moving him out of the way it doesn't mean that he's unhittable it doesn't mean that like he does get out of the way it just at least makes it to where he can start kind of getting out of the way of it right and it, and it ties in perfectly to him having supernatural reflexes and in the in this film like and, and it's funny because in the civil war um little bit that he was like in the civil war movie it seemed like he they did have. It. Yeah, they did, and like there were a couple times that he did absolutely like start getting out of the way of something that he couldn't possibly have known about. But in this film, he gets broadsided like six or seven or eight times in the movie. Oh yeah, and he it's just like gets hit. Yeah, and the the most glaring one was when Shocker just sucker punches him as he runs out of the fucking dance. Yeah, and he just like silly. pops him. Yeah, and I was like I, instantly, I was like, what? That's that's like classic example of what he hit him with the magic punch yeah and it's like this should have been like spider-man should have just scooped out of that instantly like oh and and yeah and then like right after that shocker like which i get like he was kind of hurt at the time because he had just gotten sucker punched but then like he's kind of getting up he's like kind of up on his feet and then 
Shocker like punches a bust and it makes it swing a 180 and it hits him from behind. And again, it's like he should have at least started to kind of jump out of the way. Minimum. Right. And it's like he didn't. And so I was like, wait, does he does he not have spider sense in this? So I actually Googled it and it turns out that the director was asked point blank about it. And he was like, basically like, no. And he's like, we, we could possibly do something with it later, but we didn't want to just do like the same thing. But effectively, like he does, he doesn't have spider sense, so Which they might doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and it's like it's, I feel like they showed it in the end. Yeah, War. yeah, and this is a problem, and it's funny because this is a problem not only in in films, but it's a problem in comic books that different writers take over different characters or write different characters at different times, and so shit gets convoluted, and shit sometimes doesn't line up. Sometimes powers just get forgotten sometimes like limitations for a character just go away right and so like i feel like this has happened this happened i I feel like i feel like the spider-man in civil war had it he even says like uh when tony stark asks why he wears the goggles uh he's like it it helps me it like helps me focus and so yeah Yeah, that's like the the sensory overload is like too much yeah and so that makes it seem like he has spider sense but then this guy doing his own movie was like Oh yeah, I just didn't want. I didn't didn't want to do. And and I also hated it because the director basically said like, "Oh, I just didn't want to do it because it might have seemed like a little overwhelming to like right. stick all of these powers." And it's like, what? You all you have had to do is do like one thing. And then he also basically said like, "Oh, and it's just been done before, and it's been like done to death." And it's like, you you could do it a little bit differently. And that's why I was trying to say like, I was talking to some people online about it, and it's like, he you don't have to do like a sound effect. You don't have to do like his face lighting up like it does in the comics. All you would have to do is that like, just like they did in civil war. If someone's about to punch him, like with a sucker punch, he just starts moving out of the way. Like that's all you have to do. And, and, and that would be perfectly fine. So anyway, I had that qualm that I would say the only other couple things is in combat. Sometimes he jumped around a lot, which is exactly what Spider-Man's supposed to do in combat. But sometimes he didn't. And he really stood like flat footed a lot in yeah. combat. Which I thought was really, really weird. Like Spider Man basically like never stops moving in combat. Yeah. Uh, in combat, and so it's like you know some people could say like oh, but he's like new to it, and it's like no, well, yeah, but that's fine. But his natural instincts are to keep moving. He didn't have to right. get trained. No one trained Spider Man in how to fight like Spider Man. Yeah. That's his natural movement. Um, so that was kind of weird. And I would say like the the biggest thing, uh, uh, two more things. Like one of them is that. He was climbing the Washington, the Washington Monument, and it was like yeah. it, it actually like said like, "Oh, it's like too hard." What? Spider Man. It showed him earlier standing perfectly horizontal, just standing on like against something, uh, like yeah, a railing. It was like it was like it was like grating too. He wasn't even like standing on a solid surface. He was standing on like a, the side of a fire escape. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like yes, just like him jumping around a lot in combat. Spider Man normal normally does have like his natural inclination is to move on all fours. But he doesn't have to. So Spider-Man can just run up the Washington Monument. Just like as fast as you and I could like, oh, well, and even faster because Spider-Man's faster than us, could like run over like an intervening distance. Right. So it it was just hilarious that like Spider-Man, you have like four minutes to get to the top of the Washington Monument. And he's like, I just I can't do it. It's too big. 
What? I've never been this high. I'm scared also. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the other thing. But it's like, it's like you can just sprint. You know how big the Washington Monument is? Under 200 yards. How fast could Spider-Man sprint 200 yards? Probably fast as fuck. <laughs> I just, I can't imagine that it would take even like 30 seconds at like a dead sprint for Spider-Man to just run up the fucking Washington Monument. Right. M- much less like he was actually using his webs to like, like launch himself, to like slingshot himself up it. And it was still taking him like way too long. To the point that, like, he was actually like, can I get, like, a shortcut? How do I do? What in the world are you talking about? This is what... Spider-Man climbing shit is what he does. Like, why did did you do this? Like, you could have easily just been like, you only have 15 seconds. And then I could be like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, But then, yeah, then they do the other thing where it's like, oh, God, like, making Spider-Man afraid of heights. I was like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, like that that there's been... And there's never been anything in a movie... In a, in a comic book movie that made less sense than Spider-Man yeah. being afraid of heights. It was like, if nothing else, because one of your powers is to perfectly stick to a surface, but even if, even if like, let's just hand wave that, that it's like, oh, but it's because he's like having to jump off the, off the building and then swing into it. Yeah. And if he falls, he's got like a million fucking feet to fall. And all he has to do is just stick a web to the fucking Washington Monument and swing back into it. Why would why would why would he ever be like, oh man, I'm so high up? It just didn't make any fucking sense. And also, I, him saying like, I've never been up this high before. Was that before or after the first time Vulture dropped him in the water? <laughs> right. But I would say that I'm pretty sure he he went high enough for his uh, his parachute to activate to deploy. Yeah. But I would say like my biggest qualm with it is that, and I'm, I'm I'm I love the movie, so I'm not really I'm really not trying to beat up on it. But this was so silly. And I get they, they had to do it for the movie, but they could have easily done it a different way that made, like, more sense. But him having just, like, some fucking bullshit, like, USB drive on his suit. That, oh, yeah. That, like, another, like, 15-year-old kid, a normal 15-year-old kid found and then was just yeah. like, oh, man, I can just, like, pl- <laughs> plug my computer up to this and we can uh, – and I'll, I'll just, like, hack your suit to unlock all of these fucking, like, security protocols – but I'm like 15 years old and I'm not like some super hacker and I can yeah, what just is this? do this. What is this? St- Stark tech? Oh, yeah. Flip it open. Yeah. And it, just, hang. it didn't make any, like, I, I understand that like Tony can be irresponsible and like short sighted, but I just feel like putting a password on it would make sense. He just, he well, literally and like, just, and like me and you talked about, there's no way that he doesn't have, there's no way that that suit isn't going to be like, uh, the suit's getting hacked Tony. Right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, and it's like he had to have put something into I mean, again, he knew that Spider-Man was in danger from the vulture even without like like it, that wasn't just a GPS tracker. Like right. so he had to be getting like updates. So you're telling me like the system wasn't like phoning home being like, "Oh yeah, the like the the protocol's been activated." What? Right. But just more than anything, it's like it just doesn't make any sense not to fucking just encrypt it. It's like, "Oh, there's some other secure secure protocols on your suit i don't know what they are and they're like they're encrypted and, and like crazy password protected we need like some 64-bit fucking like encryption co- decryption code you know but instead it was just like no i just plug my computer into it and they're right here and i can just turn them on also like tony stark uses non-proprietary usb ports on his fucking suits <laughs> right. he doesn't just have like the stark plug yeah it seems real <laughs> but yeah other than that uh i would say that uh, i mean just Oh my god, like the the 
the, the casting was good. Is what yeah, yeah, yeah. The casting was perfect. Uh, the dialogue was really, really fucking good. The 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 plot was really good. Um, I love that they dumped a million villains into it, and it uh, didn't yeah, it seem heavy handed. I love that because that's what like the first thing I told Danny about it was like I loved that. One of the biggest criticisms that a lot of people said about the old Spider-Man movies was how many villains. Like, they went too heavy-handed with the villains. And then this movie had, like, every Spider-Man villain in it, but it didn't seem like too much. And I loved that. It had, like, 1101-1816 villains. And, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, like, yeah, Scorpion didn't really do anything, and Prowler wasn't even really Prowler. He was just, like, Joe. But, right. I mean, it's still... They definitely did have, like, a Vulture, two Shockers, and the Tinker, like, actively doing things. Yeah, Absolutely. I just I fucking loved it. It it felt like Peter Parker more than any of the other Spider-Man movies ever have. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The vi- the Vulture was was fantastic. Uh, I would say one of the best villains that we've seen in a comic book movie. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. That's they, that's true. That's just true. Yeah, they they were able to take one of like the dorkiest, silliest fucking villains ever, especially for like Spider-Man's Rogue Gallery, and make him cool, like cool as fuck. And believable, and like yeah, and, and even like relatable and like yeah. humanized, yeah. To where like I, I wasn't even like mad. Like don't get me wrong, I understood that he like got greedy about it and he had flaws. But like when that that like opening scene, I was fully just like yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, like and they made it they made it relatable on like a blue collar level, which I really appreciated. Right. Um, they also like they also changed up a lot of the characters and they made them like more diverse, like ethnically diverse. Which I really appreciate, uh, especially yeah. the, because they're coming from like Queens, New York. That right. makes a lot more fucking sense than like everyone is white. Everyone <laughs> in Queens, New York is white. <laughs> yeah. So I really liked that. But yeah, it, it was really neat because it felt like high school. You know, it really right. like it really hit that nail on the head. Without yeah, and even like, though and he, even though Tom Holland isn't high school age, he still felt more like a high school student than Andrew Garfield or Toby. Toby felt like he was thirty seven five. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not believable. His Flash Thompson was fucking Joe Manganiello for Christ's sake. (laughs) That dude's like 110, right? But yeah, man, uh, it was fucking good. It was just, it was, it was, it was so good that I'm like mad that they're making a Venom, like Sony's making a Venom movie, and it's not going to have like anything to do with any of these characters. I know. Honestly, like, I'd rather be dead. Yeah, I, I, I hate it because I want. I want to see what Marvel... After seeing this movie, I 100% want to see what Marvel would do with Venom. Holy shit. Like, if they can take fucking Vulture and make him that cool, I want to see what they would they could do with, like, a really fucking cool villain. Maybe coming off of the success of this, they can get their shit together and just keep teaming up with, like, all the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I would hope so, because... Like, at least, at least like, let Marvel, like, dip their toe. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, exactly. Have, like, a little bit of oversight. Yeah, well, and, and that's what pisses me off is, like, why would why would you not just let them do this, even if, like, Sony wants to keep the rights or whatever? Like, just let them do what they did with Spider-Man. It's like, just just let it be, like, a Marvel movie where Spider-Man just, or, like, Sony just gets money from it. Right. And it's just, like, just let them do it. Just make a fucking Venom movie. Just put, put Venom in the fucking sequel. Or maybe yeah. the third one. Oh, God damn. Yeah. But I do want to see, man, I do want to see Scorpion. I, I want to see what they would do with Scorpion. Oh if, yeah, I really hope he's the big bad in the seek. Yeah, because again, seeing seeing how c- fucking cool Vulture was, Jesus Christ! If we get a full like Scorpion, just with like the cool fucking like even cooler suit than what he has in the comic book, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. 
Yeah, Jesus. and it's like if the sequel is like Tinkerer teamed up with Scorpion. Oh yeah. Then that's headed right down the Miles Morales path to to creating Miles Morales, and that's all I care about. Yeah, that would be so cool to get to get Miles Morales in the same universe. Yeah. Oh my god, and just get like get them both just Spider Man and around. That would oh. be so cool. Yeah, dude, that needs to happen. So. And so, like in the comics, that you know they're like a good like twenty or thirty years apart in age, mm-hmm. but in the in the video game that's coming out, it made it seem like they aren't. Okay, so maybe so. I think that I think the video I think the video game takes place eight years after Peter got his powers. Okay, and in the trailer, they revealed Miles as like being a teenager with a cell phone, so they might only be like ten years apart in age or something. Maybe less. Maybe eight. Oh jeez. So if you could just have like a couple of Spider-Man movies, then you could have like. Tom Holland's character would be like 24, 25. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. Have Miles Morales be like 15. Oh, that would be so cool. And that way we don't have to wait right. 20 years or have the Miles Morales movie that take place weirdly in the future so that they could all be in the same timeline. Dude, I didn't even think about that. That is a fantastic idea. Yeah, that would be awesome if they just like speed up. Because, yeah, Tom Holland in real life is like, what, 20, 21 or something? Yeah. So yeah, it would it would make total sense if they're just like time jump again, and now I'm like in college. I'm college. I, Peter, I think Peter I think they should do a time jump. I think after Infinity War, the first one, they should do a time jump again. I don't really know what Infinity or Avengers Four is going to be about. Right. I still think it's going to be New Avengers with everybody being fucking dead. Okay. Um, but I think they should do a time jump personally. Yeah, and that would be perfect to incorporate Miles and just be like, yep, yeah, he's here, and like now he now Peter is like the wise veteran Spider Man, right. and then now Miles Morales is like the, like the high schooler taking up the mantle as well. Man, that would be fucking cool as shit. And here's the thing: so uh, they've already said that Spider Man Homecoming two comes out right after Avengers four. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. It's like a month later or something. Oh, geez. So that timeline works really well for Spider-Man is going to be like the beginning of the next phase. Jeez. Like Spider-Man Homecoming 2, I don't know, whatever the fuck it's going to be called, is supposed to be like the follow-up to the fourth Avengers movie. Okay. I didn't realize like that. The, like the aftermath, as it were. Fuck yeah. So like hopefully fucking Scorpion just has like some fucking Thanos tech. Oh my God. He's got some fucking, what are they, the Black Order? Yeah, He's got yeah, like yeah. some Black Order staff in his arm, and he oh hits him with a tail. Oh my god! I'm gonna lose my mind if they just yeah, have him like, yeah, like some crazy fucking scorpion suit, and he's just swinging around. Dude, did you see that they had like statues of Thanos and the Dark Order at the fuck at D23? No, I didn't. Like full life size statues, and they look cooler than my whole entire history. Really? I have yeah, to look them up. up. You should send, send me a link. Yeah, I'll send you a link for sure. But yeah, but yeah, where we. We knew we were going to talk about Spider-Man for a long time. So, yeah, that's... We loved it, but that's about all we can say about it. Um, but yeah. it was a fantastic movie. I can't wait to see what else they do with the Spider-Man yeah, character. Excited. Hopefully, I'm they'll excited. give him Spider-Sense. Um, Hopefully, he whips some fucking ass in Infinity War. Oh, yeah. For sure. He's going to be so out of his league. Think about it. He's like 10, and he's been doing superhero for like a day. Right. Like, all these other fools have been doing it for like 10 years, and they're all like 30 and 40, and he's just like a churns, <laughs> and he's going to be on the... <laughs> He like it doesn't like I know that Spider Man is OP. I know mm-hmm. that he is. Right. I feel like just putting him on the battlefield with like Hulk and Thor and like Thanos is just so fucked up. Right. Yeah, definitely. Like, oh okay. Black Panther is over here just like fighting a space god and then here's Peter <laughs> Parker just like just just got out of calculus tomorrow. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's gonna be fucking yeah. cool to watch though, man. 
fucking Doctor Strange comes down just like changing history and like morphing people into cows and going to another dimension and Peter Parker's like I invented a, a sauce that <laughs> sticks to walls <laughs> oh my god okay well excellent uh, hit us up in the comments tell us what you think about uh, Peter Parker's sauce and um, <laughs> you can't <laughs> And we'll see you next time.